grace to you, peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear friends in Christ, the text before us this morning, this Pauline Colossians chapter 3, if you've been raised together with Christ, set your mind not on earthly things but on things above, buried with him, your life hidden with God in Christ. This text teaches some things we do well to receive in light of Christ's glorious resurrection with confident hearts and open ears. For those who wonder today, or who have ever wondered in the darkness of despair and depression, or the ennui of ever-long end-of-term experiences, where is Jesus now? Where is Jesus in my time of need? The promise of God that Paul writes to the Colossians is the promise the church keeps trusting in. Jesus is not far away. Jesus, the risen Son of God, is not a God far off. Aloof, transcended, out there in the sky, revolving around Saturn. Jesus, the Word of God, is nearer you than he was his disciples in the upper room nearer you than he was his disciples on the Emmaus Road, nearer you than even Thomas when he opened his heart and said, put your hand in here, dig around in the holes, Thomas, and stop doubting and believe. Jesus, the word of God, is not a God far off such that you must say to your prophets, priests, and gurus, who will go up to heaven to fetch him down, or who will dig down to draw him up? No. Jesus, the word of God, is near you, immanent, the God with us, whose resurrection draws you to him, because he rose again in the body, and so have you. Your resurrection is already in effect. There's one thing that Jesus had to do before he could rise again, and that was to die. We marked the memorial of that death in a special way last weekend with Good Friday celebrations across the Holy Christian Church, as we do so not because we're masochists who like to dwell on death, but because we're truthful about circumstances historical circumstances of Christ's actual suffering and death at the hands of his adversaries, his enemies, at the hands of sinners, at the hands of you and me, biological circumstances of Christ's actual suffering and death as he was executed and proven dead before his burial, and logical circumstances of the basic need for Christ to be dead in order for his resurrection to have been a resurrection. That is, he actually rose again. And dear friend in Christ, there's one thing that you have to do before you rise again, and that is to die. And you have. We mark the memorial of that death every time we make the sign of the Holy Cross to recall your baptism, the day you were marked as one redeemed by Christ the crucified, the day you drowned with your sins, your old Adam, your old Eve, drowning 
your old sinful self, burying it in the death of Christ, because that's where dead things belong, in a cold, dark grave, in a tomb, in a coffin, where a corpse can't rise again because the stake of baptism has been driven into that old monster's heart. Leave it there. Leave that corpse, sister. Abandon it there to rot, brother. Stop thinking about it. Because if you go to the grave, if you go to the tomb, Jesus isn't there anymore. And neither are you. Just the shell of your old sinner, the outer crust of the old Adam. Leave the corpse in there. Because Jesus isn't there, and you're looking for where Jesus is, and he's not in the tomb. He's risen. And in your baptism, so are you, dear friend in Christ. Risen from the grave. Or don't you know that all who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore, you were buried with him in baptism into death. So that just as Christ was raised again to life through the glory of his Father, so you too might rise again to new life. Risen. Risen for all to see in public. But it's not your public righteousness or your outward acts of piety that have a promise attached to them here. Rather, your life is still hidden with Christ. Hidden not in a grave any longer. That's a place for corpses. No, nope. your life is hidden with Christ in God, and he's not there. He's risen, and you can't see him because he's ascended. Right hand of God. Where's Jesus? Not revolving around Saturn someplace, but ascended, hidden, like your life with him in the power of the resurrection, in the power of new life, in the authority that God has given him to rule the world in the incarnate, bodily, true permission to forgive your sins daily, to live with you bodily, not just spiritually, but resurrection bodily, not just mentally. But resurrection, bodily, physically, materially, incarnationally, in a way closer than the upper room, or Emmaus, or Thomas, or if he were to have risen again and taken an apartment in Mission Viejo, and you had to make appointments with him to see him on Thursdays between 10.30 and 11. His resurrection and ascension gives you the good news today that he's not in the grave. He's risen. And because he ties his death and resurrection to you in holy baptism, the only thing in the grave is your old corpse. You're risen again in your body. So your resurrection starts today. So where's Jesus? Set your mind on things above not above in the sense of distance and measurement and mileage, but above in the sense of degree of glory, in degree of authority, where Jesus rules the world and rules you, not with the overwhelming sword of his mighty arm of power, 
but rules you with his grace, his attitude towards you, his love and his presence with you, his bodily presence. Not in the spirit and not in your feelings, but in his bodily presence as he shares in intimacy with you by giving you his very body and blood to eat and drink. Set your mind on how Jesus is with you, and you are with Jesus. This can't happen without resurrection and ascension. Your resurrection has just begun, and it will never end. Yes, you'll fall asleep tonight, or maybe tomorrow, and wake with all the other sleepers and see that resurrection is the only reality. No more death, no more sting, no more victory for the darkness. But then, no more death, no more sleep, no more temptation to go back to that grave, that tomb, that coffin, that corpse. Thank God, when Christ, who is your life, appears, you will appear with him. Christ is hidden, but he's not far off. He is not aloof. He is not transcendent. No, he is near you, at your side, bodily, incarnationally, and risen. But he will appear, make no mistake. And dear friend in Christ, you too are hidden, not in a tomb, because in your baptism you are risen with him, and your life is hidden with Christ. But you will appear too, make no mistake. When Christ, who is your life, appears, you will too in glory. Until then, set your mind on Christ and rely on the identity that he gives you. An Easter saint is an incarnation of Jesus' resurrection. The promise is that because he has risen, you too shall rise. Rise today, setting your thoughts, setting your mind, setting your heart on things above, and rise tomorrow with me and your brothers and sisters as we share in that glory our sure and certain promise from the Lord Jesus Christ. In his name, amen. I invite you to stand and turn to page 525. Let's sing and rejoice. Uh, to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 